0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. So thankful for what we feel in the building tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are so thrilled that you are here tonight. What a beautiful crowd on Sunday evening. You only knew what God had in store for you in the next few moments. You might as well just broaden your faith and lift your expectations. How I many know oh, God has something very powerful in the next few moments? Amen. Look at, look at two or three people and tell them a miracle can happen in this place. Amen. Amen. Psalms chapter 150, reading with verse 1, Psalms 150, reading with verse 1, I want to say it is so good to have with us Pastor Jason Razor, amen, amen, we're so glad you are here. Tremendous man of God planting a church in Marysville. Ohio, and God is doing so many amazing things there really one of the fastest church plants fastest growing church plants we have it's just amazing what God's doing somebody ought to shout hallelujah amen we appreciate evangelist David Smith here tonight he's no stranger to this church amen he's like uh, welcome home say welcome home, amen. He's been out on a journey for a period of time evangelizing. We're glad you came home tonight, amen. And this is home, this is home, amen. We're going to tag team preach here. And uh, I'm going to be the parsley on the plate and he's going to be the steak, okay? It, just, just bear with me for a minute. I do feel like I needed to deliver where we are and what is happening as the pastor. God gave me a word and the past, I don't know, a week or so ago and about a verse. I'd never seen it on this light. I preached part of it this morning. I'll preach the second part in the next few minutes. It's very simple. It's Psalms 150. Are you ready? Let's say it together. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. It appears to me that the verse is we need to praise him in the sanctuary. We did that this morning and we're doing that again tonight. How many love coming to the church? My goodness, isn't it exciting to be in the sanctuary of God? But you better broaden your mind and understand God's bigger than a sanctuary. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. He's not limited to a Sunday. He's not limited to a revival service. He's not limited to a camp meeting. You can have a move of God at your home, in your neighborhood. Say amen. For the next few minutes, I'd like to preach about the firmament of his power. God bless you as you are seated. Amen. The firmament is the space in which we see. It is not limited to four walls. If you have a sanctuary, a sanctuary is limited to amount of space, which we are here tonight. It's a place where people gather and worship the Lord. There is no doubt that we need to come to the sanctuary and hear from God. As the scripture I said this morning, it says in the sanctuary, we learn of the way of God. In the sanctuary, God visits his people. In the sanctuary, we're to lift up holy hands. In the sanctuary, we are to see his beauty and to inquire in that temple. But God is not limited to a church service. He's not limited to to a building here today. What I've come to preach to you is we can praise him when the doctor bids you farewell and they are trying to roll you into some operating room and it looks like all hope is gone. You don't have to wait till Sunday to get your miracle. You can say Jesus right there. When you're at work and a tragedy happens, you do not have to call my phone number, get a hold of the church and say we need prayer because you are the church. You are the believers and you can be right there at the car accident, right there in the business and you can get down and simply say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Why? Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower that the righteous can run into and be safe. I submit to you tonight, God's not limited to time. He's not limited to a building. He's only limited to our faith. And if you can believe God can do anything, he's gonna do everything, anywhere, if you'll believe it. Amen, the firmament of his power. I was at a jail service years ago. Went in there and there was about 18 orange suits in that room with me. Brother Mark Melick was with me in the room and I looked at those men. I didn't feel God. I was teaching. God didn't speak to me. But When I was at the end of that session teaching the men about the power of God, I shut my Bible and I looked at those men and I said next Tuesday the Holy Ghost is going to fall in this room. And all of you that want the power of God to come in your life, you're going to receive it. Brother Mealy said, you feel that? I said, nope. But it's in the book. It's in the book. We went in next week, opened my Bible, started teaching for a few moments, and here came the presence of God in that jail cell the county right off of 4th Street. And I looked, I talked until one man started, chin started quivering. And I said, that's the presence of God. Go ahead and repent. When he did, he started opening up. Men began to be pushed by the power of God. One man went against the wall and slid down the wall, speaking in a heavenly language as God gave him the ability to speak. Why? Because God's not limited to a sanctuary. God's not limited to a church service. You can praise him in the firmament of his power. Look at your neighbor and say, you're home become the sanctuary of God. Yes, we need to be in the sanctuary, but we've gotta get this understanding. We've gotta take this power to the people. Quit limiting to God, only having miracles on Sunday. I believe the apostolic revival that's about to hit this city is gonna happen on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Say amen. I believe in invitations. I believe in inviting people. You got one of these this morning. It's called Project 1000. We got 10 weeks until Easter. We're going to push to get as many people in this sanctuary as we can on Easter. We're going to have a two services, a 1030, an 830, and a, a 1030. I think is what we have at the moment. And uh, we believe that we're gonna have over 1,000 people to come on this campus to feel God in the sanctuary. Come on, you believe it. Jump your feet and shout Amen. Project 1,000 is when you became the laborer. You leave the sanctuary and you go out among the people into your community, and there's three things I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to make a list, pray the list, and then work the list. Look at your neighbor and say, it takes work. The Bible calls them laborers. Make a list of people in your life. On the back, there is a list right there, 10 names. You feel like you can do 50? Go get five of these. But you make the list of the people in your world. Your great uncle. I don't know. I just. You got to make a list. Your neighbors, co worker, maybe a doctor, maybe somebody that you, uh, uh, the chiropractor. I don't know. But you make a list of people. Once you make the list, you start praying over that list. Everybody say, pray the list. Then after you pray the list, I want you to work the list. You call them. You tell them about Friendship Sunday on the 23rd. And then you begin to tell them, I want you to spend Easter with us. We're going to the church on Easter, April the 12th. We want you to be there. God, I'm going to preach a message called Where Giants Are Killed. I'm going to talk about Goliath becoming killed. Calvary, place of Calvary where anything's possible. What would happen if this building was filled with people being healed and getting out of wheelchairs and walkers? If you're praying, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I believe somebody's going to get healed before they leave the building tonight. I really do. You're going to be different when you leave here this evening. Now let's get practical. Make the list. Shout it. Make the list. Pray the list. Work the list. And you begin to reach out to people. Get practical. Where's where's my phone? Get my phone right there. Get your phone out. There's more things to use that for than the internet. You can actually talk on that phone. You can send text messages on that phone. And you use that and contact people and ask them, hey, I'd like you to go to church with me on February the 23rd. I believe we'll have a large crowd here with our friends and neighbors and Family Day, which we call Friendship Sunday with the pastries we sit out there and it's a great Sunday. But we're going to get people in the sanctuary. We believe that. But you got to believe that God's going to meet you outside the sanctuary. What would happen if you believed that when you were talking to somebody the Holy Ghost would show up with you? I have literally talked to people and when I'm talking to people the presence of God come and they start weeping and crying and say, what is that? You know why? Because I'm not by myself. I'm not working for him, I'm working with him. I'm not doing this alone. When I'm talking to somebody about God, he's right there with me. He's made the connection, he's brought the favor. They're gonna feel what I feel. you begin to minister to them God's going to give favor their heart's going to be softened they might even go to say no and their words going to change and say you know what I think I'm going to go with you why? because the prophecy is there's a harvest bigger than anything we've ever seen did you know your family got here because somebody invited them talked to them witnessed to them you wouldn't be here if somebody didn't have a list pray the list and worked on your family Come on, we are responsible to this community. We are debtors to those that are in Zanesville to go reach somebody with the gospel of Jesus Christ. How many believe in the room that God is gonna bring a great harvest to this church? If you do believe that, jump to your feet, clap your hands and shout amen. Amen. I'm gonna leave this. Our vans is gonna come in just a, two or three minutes. Acts five. Acts 5 says in 14, and believers were the more added to the Lord. Somebody shout multitudes. Both men and women. Shout everybody. In so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets, laid them on beds and couches. See, the multiplication did not happen in a church building. We're glad about what we feel here. We want everybody to feel it. But it's going to be so powerful, it's just going to flow out of here with you. So much so, laid them on the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least, the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, that's faith. And them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. That's the type of revival I feel right now. Don't you walk out there as if you're by yourself, cause you'll talk yourself out of it. You walk out there, up there as if God's with you and he sent you, and you pray in the name of Jesus, miracles gonna happen. Here it is. We sang tonight, miracles can happen. Brother Fionn did tonight in this choir, in this place. But I submit to you, miracles can happen at that place. Miracles can happen at the hospital. Miracles can happen at your workplace. Miracles can happen. Somebody say amen. amen. We went, we went to the Y Bridge because I believe this. David Smith, our evangelist, he came with a revelation, that revival isn't just going to happen in a building. We got to get it out of the walls. Come on, Bounds, he said. Bounds, you don't know what you're doing. That's one thing he said. I'm going to teach you something. So I grabbed the hold of his coattail, drug me up and down the streets of this city, witnessing to people, inviting them to block parties. And God began to minister and I watched people come to those tents. One time we had 2,500 people down to the Y Bridge and they come in, One, one of my dad came and said, I gotta come and see this, I gotta come and see it. He told me later, he said, when I watched people start walking down that grass aisle under that tent and before they could even get to the altar, they were doing this number. Something inside of them was quivering and shaking. You know what it was? It's the same thing we feel here. They were feeling out there. Come on, some of you have been in church for decades and you've never seen a move of God outside the building. God's about to shake that. He's wanting you to step out in faith and operate in it. He wants to do something mighty through you. Baptize 110 in one day. We're going to see those types of things again. But it's going to be people in their homes. There are going to be people that are new converts. They're going to be baptizing people. They're going to go home and say, they showed me a scripture. Repent and be baptized. The Holy Ghost is gonna move through them. They're gonna start repenting right there. They're gonna baptize them in the pools and in the rivers because when God said millions are gonna get the Holy Ghost, we don't have time for prestigious protocol. We don't have time to get them ordained before God can do something through them. Come on, this is gonna be, all I know is I was drunk and God saved me. All I know, I was blind but now I see. Jump to your feet and say, I'm gonna praise him in the firmament of his power. Listen, come on, Brother Smith. The Lord has given this church an open door at work, in your family, in your community. You're gonna get held up at Walmart because God's getting ready to put somebody in line with you Don't don't lift your head and drown if it's raining. You need to turn around and talk to them. Build relationships with people. Come early to church because there's going to be so many guests in this room. They need a friend. Don't get strapped in your little circle. Holy Ghost is going to flow through this body. Not just the preachers, but this body. Because we're going to praise him everywhere we go. Somebody shout the firmament of his power, lift your hands and say, God, I believe this. We're going to see miracles up and down the streets of this city. Lord, there's people watching online that have felt something right now they've never felt before. Come on, our online campus, people watching right now, lift your hands in your living rooms, wherever you are, and begin to pray. The Spirit of the Lord is going to visit you tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen. He travels the world. But we're so glad to have this wonderful man of God here at the Anchor Church tonight. Come on, Brother Smith, we want you to take your time. I preach what I felt. How many want to hear from the Lord tonight? God's getting ready, to use this man of God. Clap your hands and thank God for him. will don't you give him a big welcome?
1: Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise in the building. Come on, let's give him a shout of praise in the building. Come on, somebody open your mouth in this house right now. Come on, when Pastor asked you to pray a while ago, you didn't pray that well, so I ain't rebuking, but I'm gonna say let's pray a little bit. Come on, open your mouth, open your mouth right now. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Zanesville, you better get ready. I'm about to prophesy in the Holy Ghost right here. James, we better get ready, we're about to reach them. They're about to be shaken with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't wanna know if you believe that right now. I wanna know if you believe that right now. Come on, I want somebody to go ahead and worship him like it's already happening. I wanna know how you're gonna act when your mom and your daddy walks through those doors? How you are gonna act when your brother and your sister walks through those doors? How you are gonna act when a family member comes or a coworker, huh? How you are gonna act when they come through there and come to this altar of repentance and be changed by the hand of God? Whoo! Hey, Reba Shandeha. You say, can it happen? You better believe it can happen. You say, how do you know? Because God don't lie. God said you have not because you ask not. We can get so comfortable having great church that we forget that there's a lost world. Can I tell a little story before I preach real quick? I might have told it here before, I don't know. But they asked me to preach a camp meeting and apparently... I won't say where, that way they won't get mad at me. (laughs) Of course, they ain't never asked me back either, so it might not matter. (laughs) Of course, they seen something they'd never seen before either, so yeah. Mm. They want me to come. They wanted people to get the Holy Ghost. I said, well, that's a novel idea, so let's do that. (laughs) That'd be great. So um, I asked them, do y'all do outreach? No. Do y'all do that? No. I said, well, how are we going to get people to get the Holy Ghost at camp meeting? Go ahead and sit down. It's okay. I don't care. I still believe in standing and preaching. Um, <laughs> I hadn't diverted yet. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so I said, well, okay. And I said, can we do outreach? They said, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> I said, can we, uh, you know, uh, have baptismal tank? They said, well, we don't got one. I said, well, we'll get one. And so I just uh, kept on. And uh, so I called a few of my friends. they the ones who got me on the docket, and I guess they were just hanging me out to drive. With some friends, you don't need enemies. and uh, So anyway, we were having fun, (laughs) and uh, so I called one of my friends. I said, would you go do outreach for me Uh, on on Saturday? He goes, well, it's about a three-hour drive. He said, but yeah, we'll load up the church, and we'll go, and so we did that, and I called another friend, uh, and I said, "Uh, the following Saturday, would you go do outreach? He said, yeah, it's it's a couple hours. He said, but man, we'll just get to church, and we'll go. I said, beautiful, and so they went, and then I called the first friend back. I said, well, you got to go again. I said, because it's just us three, and I live a long way from there, and uh, he goes, yeah, we'll we'll go again, so uh, they went again, and so we get there uh, to that service, and, uh, people <laughs> and people just kept coming in, and people just kept coming in, and people just kept coming in. My buddies leaned over and said, oh boy, it's on now. I said, oh yeah. I said, it's on like Donkey Kong. I said, Jesus is about to rock up in here. I went across the street and had a young little lady. She was very young. It was her birthday that day. I didn't know at that time. She wasn't but 93, very young, had a little white pants suit on, had some little Ray Charles glasses on. I asked her, was she blind? She said, no. I said, well, I like your glasses. I didn't want to, you know, offend her. So anyway, I asked her, would she want to come Church with me, and she said, Well, I'd be honored. I said, Well, how long uh, have you been? She said, Well, I've been living here for 50 years, and nobody ever asked me to come. I said, Well, today's your lucky day. She said, boy, you heard me, yeah, I said, and guess what, I said, you're gonna get the Holy Ghost, she said, and what is that, so I started explaining to her, she said, you know what, today's my birthday, and that sounds pretty good, church got to moving, and church got to rocking, little granny got out in the aisle, and she was doing her little deal, I figured, why not, so I got out with her, I was doing my little deal, me and granny, we were doing we were doing the Macarena before it was cool, me and granny were doing our little deal, I said, granny, hold my hand, she held my hand, me and and her started repenting, walking down the aisle. All of a sudden, here come my buddy. He said, She's about to get it, ain't he? I said, Oh, yeah, she's about to get it. I laid hands on little granny, and granny got to talking in tongues uh, as the Spirit of the Lord gave the utterance. I'm telling Zanesville, you better get ready. I'm telling the anchor, you better get ready. There's about to be a shift there's about to be a shift in the atmosphere, and God is about to do the miraculous. Somebody better go ahead and dance in advance and say I'm about to get excited because something is about to happen. There's about to be a change in the atmosphere and I'm gonna be a part of it. So we got the preaching. 47 people got the Holy Ghost that night. Few people was ticked off, but I don't care. What are you gonna do? They got the Holy Ghost after service. 47, 47, oh, I know you believe, it. I know, <laughs> if you don't believe it, you must be new here. You just hang out here a few days, you'll be nuts just like us and you'll believe it. There ain't nothing my God can't do. There's not a sickness my God can't handle. There's not a situation my God can't do. There's not a devil in hell can stop my God. There's not one thing. Oh, God come up after me, after service. Say, can I talk to you? I said, yeah, sit down, you all right. This is probably what I'm going to preach. I'm just coming to visit anyway, so here we go. He said, I got to tell you something, sir. I said, yeah. He said, I got the ghost tonight. I said, you like it? He goes, oh, yeah. I, I won't say exactly what he said, but trust me, it's funny. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he had his own terminology about the ghost. I got the ghost tonight. He said, can I tell you a story? And I thought to myself, "Now, see, I'm a transparent kind of guy. So if you don't like transparency, you just come on back Sunday. <laughs> I'm kidding. He said, can I tell you a story? I said, well, I guess so. He goes, listen. He said, about three weeks ago, he said, I was going to hang myself said I had the rope in my house he said I got rafter in my house he said I got the rope I got up on the chair he said I'm not a spiritual man sir he's a younger guy in his 20's he says but he said I had the rope around my neck and he said I was standing there on the chair and he said and I said hey God I don't really know nothing about you I don't go to church he said and I really don't really know a whole bunch what to say, he said, but he said, this is what I'm fixing to do, he said, unless you're real. He said, if you could kind of show me you're real, he said, maybe I'd do something different. He said, sir, you're not gonna believe this. And he reached in his pocket and he pulled out a little canary yellow door hanger with black writing on it inviting him to that service he goes something shook my doorknob he said I took the rope off my neck I got off the chair then I realized he's telling me a real story now I said good thing you took that rope off (laughs) I go things could have been different (laughs) he goes yeah he goes and this was on my door he says sir You're not going to believe me, he said, but the father came to my house about three weeks ago. Well, I thought that was the end of the story. I said, man, that's beautiful. He said, "Uh uh-uh. He said, look, he said, and then the son came the next week. He ain't realizing. Then he said, and here's the deal, the Holy Ghost came last week. I knew he didn't know a whole lot, and I know I might be saying something for some but others understand. In his mind, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost had came to his house. He said, and today, I received the Holy Ghost. I sent little Dallas Cole, a friend of mine, to bring him home. I said, Dallas, bring him home. They was bringing him home, they were nervous. They dropped the little boy off, young man. They were fixing to leave, he said, "Uh uh-uh. He said, come here, I got something for the preacher. Dallas said, Brother Smith, when you opened the door, he said, there was the rope and the noose hanging. Said he reached up and he pulled it down and he winded it up and handed it to him. He said, give that to the preacher and tell the preacher, I won't be needing that anymore because I got the Holy Ghost. You're saying, what are you trying to tell me? I'm trying to tell you there's about to be an onslaught of people coming to the house of God. There's about to be a change in the atmosphere. There's about to be signs and wonders and miracles. And I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost, God is about to bless this house. You better get ready. You're not gonna have enough room to receive it. Thank God you're gonna have to bring them outside the four walls. So you say, you think it can happen? I know it can happen. I preached a little sermon not, after, not long after that. I don't think I ever, I preached it in that state and I preached the noose is loose. One thing he was gonna do, but Jesus said, hold on, I'm gonna show you my power. And God delivered that young man. I'm telling you, God can do anything in this house. You believe it? Just a little story. The Bible said and when they had called unto him the 12 disciples, he gave them power. See, this is what we're gonna need, church, okay? Inside the church, there's safety. When you get outside the church, you still have God, but some people are not as bold outside the four walls as you are inside the four walls. He said unto the 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. I didn't even know, I just know what the Lord dropped in my spirit. He said, and as you go, he said, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand not follow me here, not you gotta come here, not it it can only happen at the altar here, but he said, go and preach, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What you gonna do when you start telling them it's your job and they say, pray for me, I need deliverance now, how you gonna act? Is that how you gonna act? Or are you gonna pray for them? Are you going to say, you know what? I'm about to put my hand upon you and I'm about to pray in the Holy Ghost. I might not be in church, but I know a man named Jesus that when I begin to pray, something's going to happen. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, He said, freely you have received and freely you have give. Let me just talk just for a few minutes about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Are you ready? God is about to open, I'm gonna say it for about the fifth time, a floodgate to this church. You've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been talking to God, you've been prophesying, you've been hearing it. You've been believing it, and now God said, I'm about to put some feet on your faith, and I'm about to send you out, and we're about, I'm telling you, and we're about to see the miraculous. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of that word, but I'm in a place that believes uh, in the miracle-working power of God. The days of miracles are not over, but they've only just begun. What makes miracles happen? My God, it's not our ability, it's not our talent, it's not in some old Claim it and claim it or blab it and grab it kind of place, uh, but miracles are, are only done by the awesome power of God. I want the Anchor Church to hear me. God, oh, hey, I'm a, God is about to flow through you. God is about to empower you. God is about to use you. There's about to be a change uh, in the atmosphere. I want you to get ready and say, God, if you wanna use somebody, you can use me. God, if you wanna work through somebody, you can work through me. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care what your pedigree is. I don't care if you're rich or poor. I don't care if you're pretty or ugly. I don't care if you're big or small. All you gotta do is say, God, I am available. And when you tell God that you are available, something is gonna happen? Anybody want to be used? Anybody want God to work on your behalf? Anybody want God to say, listen, I choose you and I choose you. Come on, young people, how you gonna act when your school starts getting the Holy Ghost? You say, can it happen? I know it can happen. You say, will it happen? Yeah, it's gonna happen. You say, how do you know it? Because God don't lie. Do you believe the man of God? Do you believe he hears from God? Do you believe he was just up here just blowing smoke? No, so if he heard from God, what you gotta do is say, Pastor, whatever you say, I'm on board. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't know what's gonna happen, but whatever you say, Pastor, I'm just gonna get in the boat. I don't have to do nothing, but I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna see the salvation of the Lord come to pass. You gotta get it in your spirit. You gotta get it in your mind. You gotta get it in your body. You got to get rid of stinking thinking. Get an old checkup from the neck up and say, I gotta get it outside these walls uh, because that's where my victory is. Uh, That's where my glory is. Uh, That's where my peace is. I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost, uh, miracles uh, are about to happen. Uh, Miracles uh, are about to take place. Uh, God is about to open that floodgate of heaven. You say, can it happen? Yeah. You say, just like that, just like that. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. I was at the Waffle House, my favorite restaurant. I love Waffle House. I like Waffle House because number one, they don't pre cook no food. Number two, they always open. Number three, most of the time, them cooks ain't skinny. Brother Ewan told me, don't trust no skinny cook. Brother Ewan says, skinny cooks, baby, are skinny for a reason. 'Cause They Can't Cook. If you go to Waffle House and they super skinny, that ain't got nothing to do with the food. That's got to do something with meth. So anyway. I can see y'all been to Waffle House. Oh, I love Waffle House. I was at the Waffle House. Had no girl waiting on us. I felt the Lord nudging me. You know, can can I just talk? Is that okay? Or do I? Is that all right? Y'all listen to me. When you feel a nudge from the Holy Ghost, you didn't eat too much pizza. You, You ain't drank too much coffee. Sometime, God will just nudge The reason he nudges you is because if you were sitting there and he goes, it is I, you'd be done. You'd be like, pastor, that place is haunted. So God, I hate to say it, he has to sneak attack his people Most people wouldn't know his voice anyway. I never heard the voice of God. I wish I could. Man, I ain't never heard. I know when I feel impressed in the Holy Ghost. I never seen angels, but I know when they're in the building. And I know the gift of faith is not for me, it's for others. But I never pass the bounds. I, I, I wish, man, I've, I've asked God a couple times. I mean, I don't want to get scared or nothing. But I ask him a couple times, hey, Lord, you know, if you'd like to just go like, hey, you know, I'd be cool. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do nothing crazy, just a little, hey, you know, I'd be all right with that. Start me off easy, baby. Start me off easy. Now, can you imagine being somewhere by yourself and all of a sudden you hear, it is I. You'd be like, oh, yeah. it is ease me into it, <laughs> but I know when I feel a nudge, Pastor, from the Holy Ghost. So Jesus is is got you somewhere, young person, middle aged person, people with wisdom. What's up, mine my? My, my, my man. Hot dog daddy. I ain't going to tell you about me and mine. We got it going on. But but when you feel that little nudge, if you would just open your spirit and say, oh, okay, God, but what is it? God might just be wanting you to just, just say something. How's your day going today? Well, let me tell you something. You ask somebody that, sometimes you get more than what you were bargaining for because people would be real so all of a sudden I was at the Waffle House with this preacher this girl was waiting on us had about six folks working had two couples in there I can take you to the spot I was just being David Smith cutting up and, and you could tell you know they, they might be a little risky <laughs> at the Waffle House where we were at. And so I'm just going to cut up a little bit. I said, hey, hey, girl. She goes, yeah. I said, you ever, uh?" I did like that. I said, you ever had any HGP? She goes, no. She said, well, what is that? I said, girl, I can't talk about it a bunch. I said, but that HGP, I said, I don't tell you now, it will get on you. She goes, she looked around, she goes, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. The, the preacher I'm with, he ain't used to me. He's going, well, man, what are you doing? I said, just, just hold up. I said, you might get some yourself. Just hold up. Just hold up, it's all right. That's when, I, that's when I first started evangelizing. That's when I used to really want to say what I want to say. Now I'm in my eldership. I can just say it and get away with it because I'm old. <laughs> I'm four years into my eldership now. I'm 54. So anyway, I start telling her about HGP. <laughs> She's getting all excited. She's thinking we're about to get high and <laughs> and we're having a time of our life. She goes tells the other girl behind the counter about the HGP. She's like going, I'm like, it's about to go on, boy. We got a little couple that get up and this other couple, I said, go go fill them up with coffee, girl, because it ain't gonna take long. She goes, I'm in, I'm in. So all of a sudden, she goes, fills them up with coffee. She come over and said, let me tell you about HGP. I said, that's called Holy Ghost Power. Hey, y'all, I'm telling you, you'd have thought I hit her with a two by four. She goes, oh, I know about the Holy Ghost. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. I said, but that HGP, that's Holy Ghost power. She told a girl, she said, get on over here. He ain't playing. I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost, you better get ready. Somebody's gonna come and God's gonna give you a nudge and He's gonna say, hey, can you tell somebody about my name? Can you tell somebody about my saving power? Can you tell somebody about the blood of Jesus Christ? Can you tell somebody about what I am? Sit down. I told her. I told that little little girl, I literally got up and asked them two drinking coffee. I said, y'all all right? They were like, they don't even know what we're talking about. I said, we fitting to pray over here. Y'all good? She goes, you know them kind. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, girl, you don't even know. It's about to get funky up in here. It's about to go crazy in this joint. We got to repenting. All of a sudden, that girl, poof, got to talking in tongues. All of a sudden, that little cook, boom, got to talking in tongues. I told him, I said, line them up, baby, it's HGP time. All of a sudden, we got to repenting. and boom, we had another one get the Holy Ghost, and boom, we had another one get the Holy Ghost, and boom, we had another one get the Holy Ghost, and boom, we had another one get the Holy Ghost. We had all six of them get the Holy Ghost, uh, all for just saying, hey, have you ever heard about a little HGP? I'm telling somebody. Them little people that was drinking coffee that they was okay with it, they just kinda scooted on out. I said, don't worry about it, baby, we'll pay your bill, keep moving. The first one that got the Holy Ghost, she said, hold up. She said, I know you're a preacher. I said, oh yeah. I said, full of HGP. She said, you wait just a minute. My friend is right there at the tanning salon. Let me go get her. I said, make sure she got clothes on. (laughs) And so. You know, you gotta lighten it up when all that starts happening, you know what I'm saying? She crosses over the fence, goes and tells her. The owner of the tanning salon came over and said, tell me about that. I started telling her about the Holy Ghost. She raised her hands and said, sir, I used to go to church, I'm a backslider. Will you lay hands on me? I said, oh yeah, laid hands on her. She said, I got some girls uh, that are working over there right now. They need the Holy Ghost. Uh, The next day, We had eight of them show up at church. All eight of them got the Holy Ghost and we baptized 11 total on a Sunday. I'm telling Anchor Church, you better get ready. There's about to be a change. You ain't shouting like you ought to shout. I said you ain't hollering like you ought to holler. You're not prophesying like you ought to prophesy. Open your mouth and give him a shout of praise. I want to hear a war cry at the anchor. You say, is it going to happen? Yeah. You know the only way it won't happen? If you don't let it. Won't happen for you because I'm going to tell you like Papa told us, what's a barking dog a moving freight train just because it doesn't happen like we're used to it happening don't discount it that it's not God but I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost your pastor's done tapped into something there's something on him that hadn't been on him got the old spirit of an apostle on him And I told him in the office, be careful how you say and what you say, because God's fixing to take you at every word that you say. When that man said, get ready, it's going to be flowing out. When he said, get ready, it's going to happen in your house. When he said, get ready, you know what? Angels of the Lord said, all right, boys, let's go to work. Said, you heard the man of God. Let's go to work. You heard. So you know what we're going to do tonight? We're going to do something a little different. 7.09 is 9 It's early. Now listen. If you don't want it to be you, nothing hurt. You know, I like, I like people. It's amazing. You, you can say stuff out your mouth, but not mean it in your heart. Some people are swayed by the crowd. Some people are swayed because the man of God said, would you come? Some people are swayed because other people drag you down here. (laughs) But then there's some people that say, you know what? I'm not doing it for no personal gain. I'm not doing it for no glory. I'm not doing it for some old pat on the back. I'm not doing it so they'll put my name on on the screen. That's why some people get sick. They just love to get sick so they can see their name on the screen. <sniffs> oh, now, calm down. <laughs> but you know what? There's people in this building that says, you know what? I want God to flow through me. I, I, I want God to work through me. I, I, I want God to, I want to make myself available to God. The most two dangerous words you can ever say in the church is use me. Am I being honest? Use me. You know why? You don't get to choose the tool that he chooses to use you with. You can't say use me and then put stipulations on it. I'm careful. Even when they used to sing that song, if you can use anything, Lord, you can you. Use, they used to kind of scare me. I'd say, hey Lord, I love you. I'm just singing the song. <laughs> I'm, I'm being for real. <laughs> because you, 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 you can't tell God, but what you can say is, God, I'm making myself available for whatever you want for whatever you need I'm making myself available for you God to flow through Oh, mom Chenault remember sister Chenault she called me one day and she says boy she said I have a little word for you she said I'm going to tell you what the Lord said and then I'm going to tell you what mama said I said yes ma'am she said the Lord said that you're just a reed that Jesus gently puts his lips upon and blows through so that his purpose can be accomplished I said oh okay mom she goes now it's mom talking she said this is my version baby don't get the big head stupid cause he will cut your feet out from underneath you I said yes ma'am I understood that one plain too. (laughs) Now she could talk to us like that because she could just get real plain. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying, so what are you saying? All we are at the anchor is a vessel. If that doesn't resonate, all we are is like a conduit. That we're telling God, God, I don't have anything to obstruct your flow. I'm cleaning myself out, God, so that you can flow through me to touch someone else. Y'all, let's be real. Could God let it thunder over Zanesville and the voice of God literally be heard in every lost soul he could. He really could. He, he could shake this place and cut every light off in the city. He could, just like that. But you know, I've learned some about God. He loves us so much and he entrusted us so much that he says, to get my will accomplished, i rather use people that I have fallen in love with. i rather use people that I've put my trust in. I'd rather use people that believe that I can do anything. So, tonight, if you want God to flow through you, if you want To be an instrument in His hands, if you want to be the conduit to reach this city and this region, I'm asking you: Why don't you step out and just come down close as you can, Pastor? Is this all right? I'll I'll do anything you want me to do. Just come on down. Again, if you don't come, that doesn't mean you're against the church. That doesn't mean you got an issue or a problem. That just means, hey God, I'm being honest. I'm still working on myself. You know, there's nothing wrong working on yourself. There's nothing wrong working on yourself before you say, all right God. Because let me tell you something. (laughs) In your mind, you can be in the will of God And it do nothing but cause collateral damage. But then there's other times you can be in the will of God. I told somebody the other day, Pastor, I said, you know, I tell people all the time. I've heard people say, well, I'm walking with the Lord. I said, you know, I really don't know. I don't want to walk with the Lord. And he said, what? I said, "Mm -mm, I don't want to walk with the Lord. I said, I won't. Jesus to get in me. And when he walks, I walk. When he turns, I turn. When he backs up, I back up. When he stops, I stop. I said, I don't want to walk with the Lord. I want God inside of me saying, just listen, I'm going to lead you and I'm going to guide you and I'm going to work through you and in you. And for you, that my will be accomplished. So today, you know what we're going to do? We're going to clean out. We're going to repent. After we repent as a family, we're going to just, you can raise your hands. You can say it. I don't care. You can just talk to him and say, all right, Lord, I am making myself available. I am making myself available. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the Holy Ghost. You get ready. This week, we're going to hear testimonies. Pastor, I was at such and such, and they walked up to me. I don't even know who they are, Pastor. And they said, what's different about you? And I got to tell them, oh, it's the Holy Ghost. It's God. Pastor, somebody walked up to me and says, I know you're a goer, right? Yeah. Would you pray for me? I didn't even bring them to the church, pastor. I laid hands on them right there. And look what God done. You say, are you serious? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's gonna happen. Get ready. It's gonna happen. Let's repent. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought and that I've done and that I've said and that I've heard forgive me Lord of things I don't even realize I have done I give myself 100% to you Lord thank you Lord for my miracle for my deliverance for my healing thank you Lord for filling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for baptizing me in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Come on, I want you to give yourself to him right now. Begin to talk to him. When you're done talking to him, I want you to just reach over and pray for your neighbor. Pray for somebody that's next to you. And we might do something a little different in the moment, whatever pastor wants to do. But right now, right now, this service right now is for the church. This service is for the church right now. God, you see every word. You see every promise and you see every prophecy. You see everything that has been spoken, God, in this house for years. I'm asking you, Lord, right now to let us be a conduit. God, to let us be a vessel. God, to let it be open, God, of the windows of heaven. God, that you anoint every person that is in this body. God, for you to anoint every person, God. God, that this year, God, they bring someone to the house of God, uh, that they pray someone through, uh, God, at their job or in their neighborhood or at Walmart or at the school or wherever they're at, God. Uh, God, that when they pray, uh, that's your power and your presence uh, and your anointing. Uh, God, every daughter work. Uh, God, I'm asking for a mighty harvest. Uh, God, every daughter pastor, I'm asking for a mighty harvest. Uh, God, I'll remind you that the anchor will have 50 churches. Uh, God, I'm gonna remind You, God, that this place will have 50 works. God, I'm believing right now. God, we got works going on across the world. I'm asking you right now, God, to let your glory rest on this family. Let your glory rest on this family. Let your power rest on this family. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God, I call it to be done. God, I call it to be done. God, I call it to be done. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I call it to be done. If you feel like God is putting something in you right now, why don't you give him a hand clap of praise? Why don't you give him a shout? of praise. Why don't you magnify him from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same? The name shall be praised. I'm here to tell you, I want some rejoicers in the house. I want you to get ready. God is gonna do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor. Say, we got the church out the way. Look at him. Say, you look better than I do. (laughs) Some of you will have to ask Jesus to forgive you, but it's all right. All right. Now, there might be folks in here tonight. See, see, too many churches can flip flop. <laughs> Most people would say, "Whoo! What a service! Go home!" My Lord, it's just seven twenty. We just started. Right. I had a dude just again the other day. Tell you who <laughs> he said, Man, we had a blowout. I said, Really? Who he said, Oh, yeah, man, I'm talking about a blowout. I said, Really? He go, I said, Well, what happened? He says, We, we had a blowout. <laughs> I said, Yeah, but I mean, like, what happened? He says, Oh, my lord, son. He said they was a singing and a shouting and a bucking and a snorting and a screaming. We had a blowout. I said, Really? What happened? He said, we had a blowout. I said, you know, anytime I ever seen blowouts, most of the time it causes collateral damage. I said, hey, dude, I ain't looking for a blowout. I'm looking for a blow in. I'm not looking for a place of visitation. I'm looking for a place of habitation. So now, we're going to move quickly cuz I know it's 7:30, 7:20 and you got to go to work. I ain't stupid. Okay? And I got to go all the way to Columbus and get up early and fly out. Yeah. Y'all I know y'all thought I was going to sleep till noon, but I'm not. <laughs> and eat chicken. So anyway. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We repented God flow through us so now if you have a sickness if you have a disease if you have a pain a situation something going on in your mind or your body or your spirit and you say you know what I'd like the Lord to take care of that we're gonna pray now I know what some people say well man we should have did that first why? don't matter <laughs> when Jesus is in charge. He's the only one that can do it. So we're going to let him do it. So now, if you have a sickness, a disease, an addiction, a situation, a problem, whatever, and you would say, you know what? I'd like the Lord to take care of that. Would you lift your hand? Look at that, Pastor. All right. Okay. Now, I want saints of God that you're okay, which is good, nothing wrong, that ain't prideful, but you're all right. Go ahead and keep your hand up, the ones that need some. I want men and women of God to walk around and find somebody that's got their hand up and get in front of them. Come on, men and women of God that that don't have your hand up, find somebody that's got their hand up and go go get in front of them. Just, just get, get in front of them. I got somebody right here. I got some men right here. Just go get in front of them. You might have to come. You you might have your hand up. We might not have enough people to do that. Somebody's got your hand up. You might have to go. Somebody's got their hand up, and let's pray the prayer of faith. You say, really? Yeah. All right. Everybody, everybody with somebody? All right. I see a young man right here. Uh, one of you dudes, go pray with that dude right there in that aqua-looking shirt. Yeah. All right. I see another man back there. Go somebody go pray for that man back there. Dude in the blue. Go pray for that dude right back there. And there you go. Right back there. There you go. All right. All right. I got two men. I got two men right here. I need somebody to come pray for these men. I got some ladies right here. I know we're doing things a little different. Doesn't matter who's praying for who. Doesn't matter. Got a young lady right here. You got her, blue coat, Yeah. And here's what we're gonna do. I do things a little different. We're gonna say I loose in a minute. And whatever it is coming against you, whatever it is, you're going to say, I lose, and I'm going to just give you a for instance, I lose uh, this back pain, or I lose this Crohn's disease, I, I lose this diabetes, or high blood pressure, or I, I loose this, you know, whatever. And then we're going to say, I bind it in the outer darkness. Okay? To me, I'm a looser. I know a lot of people say, I bind this, I bind this. me, I'm a looser. If I got something, I don't want to bind it. I want to loose it. I want to get away from (laughs) it. So I'm going to loose it. We're going to call it out by name, and it's going to sound like this. It's going to be a rumble. (laughs) Because everybody's going to be saying what you're loosing. See what I'm saying? Everybody's going to be talking all at the same time, so you don't have to worry about if your neighbor's listening to you. We're going to do it for about 30 seconds. It'll seem like an hour, but it ain't. So I'm going to let you loose whatever it is coming against you for 30 seconds. And then we're going to say, I bind it in the outer darkness. Now, I've been here enough. Not everybody knows me, but most knows me. A healing is a process. A miracle is instantaneously. A creative miracle is born one way, but God making you whole. A lot of people don't talk about creative miracles, but they happen. Okay? A healing is a process. A miracle is instantaneously creative miracle is born one way but God making you whole okay and so we're going to loose we're going to call it out we're going to bind it in the outer darkness and then we're going to say Lord I receive my miracle or my healing or you might need a creative miracle to say what you know because you've already said what it is and then after we do that we're going to speak the word of faith And when we speak the word of faith, I am telling you, the atmosphere is gonna change. God is gonna move and there's gonna be signs and wonders and miracles. If you've never received the Holy Ghost because we already repented, all you gotta do is start saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Let me break it down redneck style. If all you know is English, and you begin to speak a language you don't understand, congratulations, now you're bilingual, and that's the Holy Ghost. If you're already bilingual, and you start speaking a language you don't know, congratulations, that's the Holy Ghost, and now you're trilingual. If you're trilingual and that starts happening, you're smart, and that's the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Nobody can give you the Holy Ghost but Jesus Christ. So, men and women of God, if there's someone here tonight that would like to receive that Holy Ghost, or like to be renewed or refilled in that Holy Ghost, pray for him. Be a friend. Pray the prayer of faith. Are we okay? All right. I know I'm giving a lot of instructions, but it's going to work. All right. Say, I loose. I loose. Now tell the Lord whatever you're loosening from yourself right now. Just start telling it out loud. Just start telling. See, I told you it was going to sound like a rumble. See there? Nobody's even listening to you. We're going to do it for about 30 seconds. We're going to do it for about 30 seconds. That's right. feels like it's an hour, but it ain't. We're going to do it for about, oh, about 20 more seconds. We're, we're loosing things right now. That's right. We're loosing things right now. That's right. We're loosing things right now. We're going to do it about 15 more seconds. You're telling the Lord everything that's happening right now. You're loosening it from your body, your mind, or your spirit. God, they're hearing and they're listening, God, and they're saying right now, God, you're doing it right now, Lord. About 10 more seconds. God, it's happening. They're they're getting everything out. They're getting it out in the open, God. They're speaking to you right now. It's happening as we speak right now. I want you to say, I bind it in the outer darkness. Now, you tell God right now, whether you want a healing, a miracle, or a creative miracle, you tell him right now, I'm gonna give you about 10 seconds. You're telling him right now. That's right, I'm gonna give you about 10 seconds. I want you to get ready, the anticipation is moving. About five more seconds and here it goes. All right, I want you to get ready. It's about to happen and here we go by the authority and the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus. I call it to be done now, I say, in Jesus' name. There it goes right there. There it goes right there. As you're laying your hands, speak that word now, I say. God, I claim diabetes and high blood pressure, Crohn's disease, arthritis. Uh, God, anything that would come against the mind of God and the mind, God, right now, in that body, I command it now in the name of Jesus to loose in the name of Jesus go to normal now go to normal now let the pain leave now I say in the name of Jesus yeah yeah that's right that's right come on That's right, it's happening all over the building right now. It's happening all over the building right now. God is moving on your behalf right now, right now. In the name of Jesus. Hareema ma ma ba shande ha, ikondo yo 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 ya ba ha. Hareema shande yada, akande ye 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 ya na ya na na. Hareo mo shunde ye ha. Hareema ikanda. Hareya. Hareya ma shande yada ba ha. God, let him receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let him receive their miracle. Let him receive their deliverance. Let your power, your presence, your anointing, let it rest in this house now i say god yeah 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 god 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 Come on, I need some rejoicers in this house. I need you to thank him in advance for what's about to happen. I need you to praise him for what's about to happen. I need you to magnify him for what God is doing in this house. Come on, open your mouth, apostolic. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost, here ba ba here a Reamana He Re Mana Yana Hikanayana He Remo Shunde Hey Kate Yeana A Re Ma Hey Kne A Re Ma He Can Shande Here Amana He K de He Re Masha Here Rolo Hikana He Reamana He Kenya Shen Jesus hey Jesus Why don't you open your mouth and talk in tongues right now? Why don't you open your mouth and speak in tongues right now? Why don't you open your mouth and speak with tongues right now? Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Here it comes now, I say God. Here it comes now, I say God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Sweet Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. We're gonna do something else now. Here we go. We're not done. Anybody had pain in your body, but now you don't? Anybody? Anybody had pain in your body, but now you don't? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that. Yeah. Oh, when I woke this morning. All right, now, we'll go a little bit further. I normally don't do it like this, but we're going to do it like this since we're already down here. Anybody, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible, but you would like to talk to God about that gift. I want you to hear me. Ain't nobody going to push on you, nobody going to jerk on you, nobody going to pull on you, but we're just going to pray the prayer of faith. You say, man, I ooh, that's kind of putting me on the spot. Well, we're already down here, and we've been here an hour and 37 minutes. We ought to know everybody by now. So no pressure. Again, I don't believe in pressuring people. Okay? So. And then we'll go a little bit further. So, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, but you would like to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, or you'd like to talk to God about the Holy Ghost, is there anybody? And we're going to come pray. Just raise your hand and we'll come pray. All right, my friend right over here. All right. All right. I I need a man of faith to go to my friend right there. You got him, Brother Cody? All right, my friend right there. Anybody else? Okay, my friend right here. All right, I need a man of faith to come right here. All right, my friend right here. I like it. Anybody? Oh, okay. I got a sister right back there. I need a, I need a woman of faith to go with my, my young lady right back here. I saw her down here today worshiping. I need a lady of faith to go. Won't you stand up, baby, so they can see you? There you go. All right, got a lady of faith. All right. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Now, this one here's a little different. You got the Holy Ghost, but you you wanna you wanna fill the old cup back up. You're just being honest. You know, I, I know it hurts people's feelings, but if I if I just walked up to somebody and said. The Lord's coming. Are you ready? And you go, you know what that means? You ain't ready. Now, I know in some places they'd say, well, don't say that. Well, I, I mean, either you are or you ain't. Now I know that's rude in one aspect, but it's it's either we are or we ain't. And And if somebody would say, well, I ain't really for sure, it's okay because we're all still standing here. It'd be a problem if all of a sudden we heard do de do and you was the only one still standing there. But it ain't said do doo do yet, meaning he hadn't come yet. Look at your neighbor said, you're in luck. He ain't come yet. So to be renewed or to be refilled doesn't mean you've sinned. It just means you're making sure that you're filled up. In fact, you ought to fill up every day. Do you know you ought to talk in tongues every day? So, do you want to be filled back up? Want to be renewed? Raise your hand. Look at that. All over the building. If somebody's by you and they got their hand up, get next to them and we're gonna pray the prayer of faith and it's gonna fall all over the building. Are you ready? Are you ready? By the authority and the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, let it happen right now.